Welcome to This Osteopathic Life. This is Dr. Amelia Beakey. I am honored to share with you the philosophy that has underscored my personal and professional life and explore how osteopathy truly is for the health of all things. I see these principles in action every day in my varied roles as physician, parent, athlete, writer, musician, coach, and entrepreneur, and hope they will light the way for the path to your best health. Please note that while I am a physician, this podcast is intended to share general information and encourage discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. Thank you for joining me for episode 37 of season 3 of This Osteopathic Life. We are here on day 10, so officially rounding out that first third of the arc in this daily podcast adventure for the month of November in 2021. Thanks for being with me here today on the previous days. Maybe it's been consistently through all 10. Maybe it's been periodically in the way that works best for you. If you've been here the past couple days, we have been delving into and exploring in more depth the activation process the core curricular foundation of teachings for this osteopathic life within coaching for institutions and the foundational components of the upcoming book for this osteopathic life due out in the first quarter of 2022. So you're here with me and getting a sneak preview, contributing to the continued evolution and formation of these concepts. As we talked about yesterday, seeing how they come through, seeing what they reflect, seeing what they offer to each person as they receive them and recognizing and honoring for me what they bring to me each and every time that I come through this process. So we have begun with assess in that first step, the first stage, the first component of the activation process, taking inventory of what is and just seeing what it is that we have in our life in these varieties of categories. And as you work with and work through that, just noticing where your attention naturally goes, what easily comes to the surface and you own and you allocate and you classify and categorize, and what becomes harder to grasp, to wrap your head around, to see as a result you currently have in your life. Then we moved to acknowledge. And this is the space where we begin to honestly recognize the thoughts we're having about these contents, right? the aspects that we're experiencing in our life. And it's an interesting space. And even thinking about what are we saying are our thoughts? What are we able to notice as our thoughts? What are we able to accept and acknowledge even as being thoughts themselves? Is that word the one that makes sense or resonates with you? Is it your opinion? Is it your belief? Is it deeply held? Where is it coming from? So just seeing, I have these aspects of my life, these relationships, these roles, these titles, these responsibilities, and here are the things I'm thinking about them. I love them. I appreciate them. They're too much. They're too little. I wish it were more like this. I'm so glad it's how it is, right? Seeing all the different thoughts that we have. And then we stepped into, in yesterday's episode, a more in-depth engagement with our feelings, beginning with awaken and recognizing the energy, 
recognizing feelings as energy, noticing them in the body, practicing describing them, expanding the access to the different types of feelings, opening up that thesaurus, and in so doing, really checking in, touching base with that awareness within our body. And from Awaken, where we begin to see and notice all the different feelings, we moved into allow, embracing what is present, and recognizing, expanding even our capacity to be with any feeling, just as it is, not expecting it to change, recognizing that it can't do anything to us. There's no ill effect of having this feeling, learning to trust ourselves with that feeling, and seeing what that opens up for us. And that brings us to today. And in this episode, we're going to step into five and six on this process. And the fifth of these is accept, all with an A, right? A-C-C-E-P-T. Noticing there is no right or wrong. And I will say when I have this come through, in a teaching session, this is where I get the most kickback, resistance, counter-argument. And that is the best thing. Because anytime we're presented with a concept, with an invitation to consider something in a new way, we're not looking to accept it blindly and to just go along with it. Not even necessary to understand it and have to integrate it, but allow it right, as in that last space, to unfold and to enter into and to stimulate conversation, discussion, yes, some contention even, perhaps, and see what comes up and notice that that's an invitation to engage in a deeper way with that which is being presented here in the activation process and anywhere. You're in a space of learning, which is everywhere, really, and allow ourselves to see what comes up when presented with the concept, to see where we go by default, where we might choose to go, and to honor that we are engaging dynamically with it, even when, and maybe especially when, we're challenging it. So with accept, which is offering to us the opportunity to notice that there is no right or wrong, it's a space to recognize to realize that we are often in judgment of ourselves, of others, of how things should be. And those are our thoughts about it. Those are not facts. That something should be some certain way is coming from our own internal dialogue, oftentimes from societal conditioning, perhaps from family tradition. Just looking at that. What are the influences that are leading to us believing this should be some other way than what it is. And that's not to say if there is a dysfunction, think about that in the osteopathic context, somatic dysfunction, something not moving well in the body and looking to correct that, to restore it to normal. It's not to say with accepting that we are saying everything is just as it should be, We're just saying everything is as it is. That is the stage in the space that we're offering here. And from that, we can absolutely look 
for corrective action, for reform, for a shift in the way we're handling things. But there's a difference in it should be that way in fighting how it is right in this moment versus seeing, oh, it is this way. And this is the way I offer for it to be. I can work toward that. There's a difference. It can seem subtle, but there's a difference there. When we're accepting, we are offering ourselves that reflection to say, oh, I'm actually believing this thought I'm having to be true. And then from there, I can also begin to notice what influence is hanging on to this thought having on the results in my life. And so accept is a space I invite you to consider, to explore, to visit, and to notice all the different ways you're having resistance to that concept of accepting. When offering this up in a group format recently, one of my colleagues brilliantly offered that acceptance is not endorsement. We are not condoning or excusing or forgiving any behavior, particularly if there is concerning or threatening or egregious behavior. But accepting is simply saying, this is how it is right now. This is what is. Noticing that. And I'm seeing all the thoughts I'm having about it. I'm seeing that those are my thoughts. And I'm recognizing that my thoughts can have an influence over the results that I have. And this is not, again, a blame or a shame game happening here. It's recognizing what cycle our thoughts might keep us in. And in accepting, it's inviting us to remove the angst of the shoulds and be able to step a bit more objectively alongside what is. And if it does seem that there is reform indicated, required even, we can be in a space to shift that because we're choosing to, because we want to, right? Rather than because it should have been like this before, which can expend and leak a lot of energy into the past and leave us little reserve for attending to the present moment. So let me know. Reach out to me on social media at This Osteopathic Life, Instagram or Facebook. Send me an email, thisosteopathiclife at gmail.com and talk to me about accept and what it brings up for you. Next, we have Appreciate where we gain insight as to why this is present. And here we step through and we expand upon what we just went through with accept. And we will now say, okay, I really am wishing for life to be other than it is right now. And what's that like? And how is that playing out for me? And there's an opportunity to begin to engage with whatever it is that's happening in our lives right now in a way that allows us to see the benefit, the success even with what is. Again, not saying we have to stay on that trajectory or keep whatever is. And it's not denial of any problems or hazards, transgressions that may be also a part of what is. But it's allowing us to see through the lens of what is right now that we have had successes And there can be benefits to how it is. We can make use of those and still be in a space of shifting toward 
advocating for, and that's a sneak preview of future, reform. And appreciate can mean all kinds of different things. It doesn't always mean be grateful and be a cheerleader of it. I can simply be noticing it, understanding that it is and perhaps why it is there. It can allow us to increase the value of whatever it is we are appreciating. And if we want to increase it, augment something through the act of appreciation, can we focus that appreciation on the things that are positively contributing to our experience and to the honoring of our successes? So as you think about ways you might appreciate something, consider also how you might receive appreciation and recognize that that might be different for different people. In fact, it likely is. And see where we are looking to be appreciated externally, what that looks like and what that feels like, how we're offering appreciation to others and how we might do that more consistently and effectively. And how the act of accepting and then appreciating what is in our lives right now, just as they are, relieve stress, anxiety, frustration, angst, disappointment for us. And I think about some different experiences I've had recently where I have been very amped up about new opportunities and making change and being ready to revolutionize all the things. Still part of the mission statement, right? Part of this osteopathic life work. And at the same time, it didn't make a lot of sense for me to take on certain tasks because of other responsibilities and because of timing. And at the same time, I felt called to engage, to put myself out there for the possibility, to even go through that process of applying, of interviewing, of communicating, and making sense of the process versus the outcome, seeing that there was benefit for me for the act and experience of going through that application process, regardless of the outcome. It was about the learning and the connections made and the recognition of what it is I am called to do, where my skill set is, and honoring whatever outcome happens, we could say for the greater good of that organization. And I'll note that many of my mentors and colleagues would say, let go of only, or it's the only factor, being focused on the greater good and allow yourself to own a victory, to own your role. And I can see the importance and value of that. Because while I will aim for altruism and the optimal outcome for the best of all, I'm learning that there's space, room, and even requirement for alongside that to, yes, honor the greater good and see the roles of others and the skill sets that are appropriate there, but also, and also, to own the contribution I can make in those various settings and embrace that. 
appreciated even, gain an understanding, see the impact of it, and allow that positive influence to increase by nature of the paying attention to that space. So I invite you, and I note that I'll be keeping these podcasts shorter so you can have some time to dig in and process and share your experience of considering these areas. And so see what comes up if you think about accept and see if there is a space of resistance that comes up. See if something draws you in. Notice the way you're thinking about that word, what it means to you and how you might shift that. And see where you might practice acceptance. Just seeing what is. Not good, bad, right, wrong, otherwise. Just seeing what is. And then recognizing the thoughts you're having about it. And for appreciate, this one is a great space to explore your thesaurus and see what other word, if not appreciate, resonates for you. And resonance is a key piece of this process. It has to feel good and true and in accordance with your value system, your internal structural organization, and just embrace that. Allow for that to be part of the process. So as I think about accepting and appreciating, parenting comes up for me very rapidly. And thinking about the ways that I might expect things, certain situations and circumstances in our lives to be other than they are, expecting people and their behavior to be other than they are. And one thing that has been super helpful for me in this space is to embrace the phrase and the concept of, of course, of course, they're upset right now, right? This has been asked of them and they weren't ready. Of course, they're grumpy in the morning. We had time change. It's dark out, getting a little lighter in the mornings. It's colder, right? It feels like hibernation time. I didn't really want to get up either, right? This shouldn't be surprising. I still don't have to like it. I can still be frustrated by the repeat trips upstairs to wake people up and bring them downstairs. And at the same time, I can remove some of that frustration and judgment by saying, oh, right, they're not getting up right now. It's taking a few tries to get them up. And perhaps they might be gearing their energy toward something different. Right? There might be other good reasons for that delay. Right? And I can decide whether or not I'm in support of that or in stress and strife against what's happening. And then what about appreciating in that space? So if this is me gaining insight as to why this is present, and we'll take our slow wake-up moment. Well, those few minutes, maybe they're getting some meaningful rest in that space. They're learning to listen to their bodies. They're illustrating the point that an earlier bedtime is necessary because this earlier wake time and the desire to continue sleeping is challenging that aspect. So seeing where appreciation can come into play. Again, not endorsing it with either of these, but recognizing the success that exists within it and moving toward, right, increasing the value of what I choose to focus on 
And it might be when we wake up on time, there's less angst and grumpiness because we have time to process and we have time to make the trip more effectively. We have time to discuss and get ready casually without feeling rushed downstairs. And so focusing on the possibility of waking up on time and appreciating, gaining understanding and insight on what happens when we're not and what it can actually offer us rather than only take away from us. So as we're here at this halfway point of the activation process, we can pause and reflect on what we expected when we began. What preconceived notions did you have? Which have come to fruition? Which have not? What has surprised you? What would you like to see more of? What has been most beneficial for you? What questions have come up? What answers have you developed? How might you be learning to trust yourself as the expert of your lived experience? And how is that influencing the way in which you're interacting with these sessions, with the components of the activation process, and with your life, with those around you, personally and professionally, looking at mind, body, spirit, personal, professional, and public, and seeing what comes up for you in any of those areas. And as we continue, we will build upon and integrate through these different components, as we've already discussed. I'll pull in some other key components of the activation process beyond the A's, although the dozen A's are so useful in their individuality and also in their conglomeration as part of this whole process. And when we meet again, we'll bring in the opportunities to notice what is growing, what is expanding, what is becoming for you through this process and how you might be seeing yourself in a new light, how you might be seeing what you have to offer uniquely and beautifully and not having to compromise and contort in order to fit into some certain model, but allowing yourself as you have been awakened to your feelings and are acknowledging the thoughts you have about the circumstances in your life. And through this process, allowing yourself to accept what is just as it is. And with that caveat of, should you need to want to change it, that's available to you. And it's a very different energetic space when we accept what is presently and elect to move forward in the way of our choosing. Then we appreciated and really focused on the act of celebrating success and that lens of insight as to why what is currently is and what good it may have brought you. This is where we are at the halfway point. And I love the opportunity to engage with all of you here to make that swing through the different components of the activation process and to continue to unfold them, to reveal them and see what message comes through each and every time. This is Dr. Millie Beakey with This Osteopathic Life. Thank you for listening.